Welcome to the C3 Church Watson Podcast. Our vision is to connect you to Jesus, develop you as a follower of Christ, and empower you to build the church. We hope you are blessed by this week's message. Have a look at this photo here. This is from an Instagram account of Pastor Richard Green, who's spoken in our church. And uh, last week, I think it was, maybe, or the week before, he was in St. Petersburg. And he was approached by a young uh, Russian guy who wanted to sell him tickets to something or other. And uh, he had a bit of a chat with him and then he felt like God wanted to speak to this young Russian guy. And uh, so he started speaking whatever he felt God was telling him to say. And uh, he started telling this Russian guy he'd never met before all about the Russian guy's life and about his family and about things that he'd been challenging. The Russian man just started to weep and uh, Richard led him to faith in Christ, which is awesome. So what we read about in Acts still happens today and Richard has had a lifetime of listening to God and just doing what he's saying and Jesus did the same thing. I'm, I just do what I see the Father doing. And uh, today we're looking at going beyond natural because what Richard did was beyond natural. It was above natural. It was supernatural. And any time that we uh, go above the natural, go beyond what's natural, we step into God's realm of supernatural because God is above nature. You know, nature was made by God, the same as time and space was made by God. So God is greater than outside of time and space. He's beyond nature. And he's calling us as his children to come and join him on an exciting journey of living beyond nature, of living above nature. Jesus was able to walk on water. He was so far down that track of just obeying what he heard that voice saying. And we have a tri, we are a triune being. We are a spirit, soul, and body. Here's the body. The jacket is what we see on the outside. And it has its desires and its longings and its plans for you. And you can say, yeah, I'm just going to go along with what's natural, what my body just naturally says. I'm just going to go along with that. And God says, well, actually, you can do better than that. You can go beyond nature, beyond what you think your body wants, You can go beyond that into a supernatural realm. And then we have our mind. And we can be thinking, well, the things that I'm thinking are correct. And I'm going to do what I think is the right thing to do. And my mind is going to tell me and guide me all my life long. But God is saying, well, you know, there's more than just your natural mind. Because our natural thoughts are not necessarily correct. Your mind, my mind can play tricks on us all the time. And we can say, we don't doesn't happen to me because I'm a logical, rational person. I don't, I don't let my mind play tricks on me. I just think things through and I know exactly what I need to do because my mind is crystal clear. And yet scientists are finding out that we have so many biases. We have unconscious biases, things that we're not even aware of. So you say to a child, would you like to have one chocolate chip cookie now or three tomorrow? I'll take it now. It's called a present bias. We tend to 
be more concerned about the immediate than we are about the future. It's just an unconscious thing that you and I have. You say, well, that doesn't happen to me. And then you say, well, what about that big screen TV you got with 20% interest that you got to pay off over three years because you didn't want to wait a year of saving money? There's plenty of people in our society who have present bias. But God wants us to go beyond what's natural in our mind. There's other biases as well. You say to a little a, a kid who, uh, this happened all the time in school, you talk about their dad. Oh, my dad is amazing. My dad's a hero. I saw him lift up a suitcase. That means he can do anything. He, if he wants to, he can do that. Well, I, you know, you're talking about, well, these hunters hunted uh, in the past. They hunted and caught deer. And he said, well, my dad could do that. In fact, my dad, if, he, if you gave him a gun, he could shoot 10 deer right now. I don't know where they come from, but there you go. It's called a halo bias. It's where one, you see one person who's really good in one area. They've got one act, part of their act together. Not like the Heinz who have every part of their act together. And you think, well, they've got their act together there, so they must have their act together everywhere. We have a halo bias. Not me. I am an adult. I don't have a halo bias. My mind is clear. I just weigh up the facts and I just make assessment based on that only. Oh yeah, what about this obsession with celebrity in our society? Oh, Kim Kardashian, she's so beautiful and rich and famous, so I'd really like to hear what she thinks about economic policy. (laughs) It's a halo bias. We have social bias. Why did you Steal that thing, Johnny? Well, because they all stole it. Stole it. Social bias. You tend to do what the crowd does. Well, that's not me. I'm an adult. I don't have that bias. Okay, well, what about all your opinions being formed by what Facebook friends say? What social media is saying equals must be true. It's a social bias. And God is saying, look, Your mind is fantastic. Your mind is amazing. Your body is amazing. But you need to go deeper than the body. You need to go deeper than the mind, which is the next level of motion and will and thoughts. You need to go right to the core of who you are, which is your spirit, because that is the part that plugs into God. The Holy Spirit, when we become born again, the Holy Spirit plugs in via our spirit. And so our spirit is immediately saved. And we have the opportunity to live out of our spirit. Our mind is not immediately saved, it's being saved. The Bible says be transformed as you renew your mind. So we need to renew it, so we need to feed it, we need to seed it with all the truth. So all the Bible verses that we can, and just start seeding it in. So the Holy Spirit says, thank you, I I, I want to get more seed into your uh, soil of your mind so that I can raise that up and then you can start thinking accurately. Then you can start being a bit more aware of when you're being biased the holy spirit is he's here right now he wants to speak to each of us at any time god is wanting to speak to us and the the title of this message is how can i be slightly more supernatural because even one millimeter of supernatural is supernatural it's above natural and you may have guessed The way that we get slightly more supernatural is simply this. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Listen to the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, my sheep will hear my voice. So you can be confident that if you say, God, please speak to me, 
God will get it through to you. And nothing that he says will be in opposition to the seeds from the word that you've been planting. He's not going to say, oh, I've decided that you don't have to forgive that person. Because that's not what the Bible teaches. It doesn't, it, the Holy Spirit's going to say, no, you can withdraw your love from your wife. That's fine. No, love, husbands, love your wives. It's very black and white. So there's boundaries in our, what we hear from the Holy Spirit. We can easily discern. Well, that's not in the Bible, so it must not be the Holy Spirit. And over time, the trick of being a Christian is to learn to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit. And when Richard was sitting there in that cafe in St. Petersburg, he felt the voice of the Holy Spirit. That's God. God wants me to speak. I've got to do it now. And many times the issue for us is not so much that we've heard the Holy Spirit, it's just what do we do with that? What are we going to do? It's a spiritual decision that we make. What are we going to do when we hear the voice of the Holy Spirit? God speaks to us through dreams and visions and prophetic words. Prophets come and speak. But not all of our life is full of amazing Holy Spirit moments. Sometimes it's just a knowing. I know. Like I felt today in worship, I felt God just say to me, loosen up, Paul. Just loosen up. Just relax. Have a bit of fun. Some of us need to do that. We think, oh, God is serious. Uh, I have to be serious. I can't have fun. Anyone who has fun is of the devil. And God wants to bring that sense of fun just because you know. Now, this may be very hard to believe, but there are times when my wife annoys me. Don't stone me! I know she's a perfect angel. All right. I get it. But there's times when she annoys me. And uh, I know that I have to forgive her. I know that God wants me to forgive her. There was one time I went and I slept. I was, gonna, I, I was sick of it. I'm sure this doesn't happen to anyone else here, right? All you guys are perfectly loving at all times. You've got amazing patience. I respect you. But I just went, I went into the other, another bedroom to sleep in the other bed. Now, there should be someone going, ooh. It's true. And I thought, that's it. I'll sleep here. And then she'll know how bad she's been. She'll feel so guilty. She'll come trembling to me and apologize tomorrow morning. And I'll graciously lay my hand on her head. I forgive you. But God was saying to me, go back to bed, you idiot. What are you doing? Forgive her now. Don't wait till the morning. I could not get to sleep. And it wasn't that I didn't know what to do. I knew what to do. The question is always, what are we going to do with it? Am I going to yield? Am I going to yield to what God tells me to do? Go back to the room. Go to bed. Go to sleep. Wake up. Love her. Forgive her already in your heart. Have Harbour no grudges. You're never going to get to sleep with a grudge like that. And be nice to her tomorrow. And so I did and it all happened because 
I did this. Now, we're not turning into Bill Johnson's church. We've been to his church and this happens. Actually, they drape the flag across their face. That is not this type of flag. This is a universal sign, the flag of surrender. And when the opposition waves this, they're giving in. They're yielding. They're saying, okay, you win. I don't win. I'm not fighting anymore. I give up. And there's some of us here today, we know what God wants us to do. We just don't want to do it. And he says, well, that's up to you. You can just keep going around that mountain as long as you like. But until you wave this flag, you're not going anywhere. Some people want to hear from God. God, what's my vision? What's my purpose? What's my future? Give me a big dream. And God says, well, first of all, I'd like you to forgive your father. First of all, what you need to do is go through this door of repentance or whatever it is. Or it might be something more positive than that. It might be, well, you need to go to college and study. You need to go to university. Get ready. Oh, but I want some big thing. Sometimes uh, God just says, go to bed and go to sleep. That's the voice of the Holy Spirit. It's not some great, you shall be and you shall see and there shall come a time. You know, I was having difficulty sleeping for another reason. I seem to have a lot of, there's a bit of a theme coming through here. And waking up and not getting to, taking a long time to get to sleep. And I felt, I knew, really, what God was saying. He's saying, turn the iPad off, stop watching the Korean drama and sleep. Go to sleep. Sometimes we want a big answer and God says, well, actually do this and that'll be a really big answer. And you go to sleep and you wake up and you feel refreshed. It's a miracle. And then you can actually approach life. And deal with some other issues because you're well rested. God wants us to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit and just do what he says. It's going to be in line with his word. But most of the time we know what it is. So we need to pick up our flag and say, God, I'm sorry. I've been resisting. I've been in a battle and the battle has not been against the devil. It's been with you because I haven't done the very thing you've told me to do. I give up. I yield. I lay down my agenda. I lay down my my desire to to buy more things and have more things. I'm not going to use that credit card like like I have been. When I'm sad, I'm not going to be afflicted by, followed by that, that habit bias that makes me just want to go and get a liter of ice cream and eat that. I'm going to stop that. And there's plenty of times where God's word is go. And there's also plenty of times where God's word is stop. And the trick is to not grieve the Holy Spirit, not to have an arm wrestle with him about it, but to say, God, oh, you know, I'm going to let this guy drop it to the ground. I'm just going to see what happens. Oh, yeah, but, but if I'm not gossiping about this person, if I just let this chance to gossip go past me, who am I? 
What do I do? What do I say? How do I have a conversation without injecting a little bit of poison in there? Well, you find out by not saying anything. Holy Spirit says, don't say it. Don't say it. Mouth shut. Okay, while your mouth is shut, why don't you think of some nice things to say? It's hmm. a novel idea. Hmm. Well, you said you saw her do that, but I saw her do this. Ah, that felt different. We have the power of going beyond natural if we just listen to the supernatural voice of God and just do what he says. So what do you want me to do now, God? What is it? Is there some big dream you have for me or is it just a knowing that I need to do something? Well, you need to ring up your mum. You haven't spoken to her for a long time. Well, you need to write that email that you've been putting off and putting off. Well, you need to go and talk to your boss about that. Hmm, that doesn't sound very spiritual. I thought you'd give me a whole new job with twice the pay and all the glory. No, I just want you to go and talk to your boss and sort this out. Oh, I don't, don't want to do that. All right, God. And it's interesting, God would much rather have you say, no, no, no. The Bible says this. He'd much rather you say, no, 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 and then do it. Then say, yeah, God, yeah, I worship you, I worship you, I worship you. I'm not going to do that. And that can happen, can't it? Me in church, this is awesome, fantastic. And then have that little voice reminding you about that thing. I'm not going to do that. Why not? Because maybe the door to your supernatural, amazing future is a tiny little one that requires you to crawl down through in humility and just find out what's on the other side. Beyond natural means that we don't just do what comes naturally. We say to God, what do you want me to do? And he injects us with something supernatural. So I'm going to give this a go. I'm going to go through that door and find out what's on the other side. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our church, find us online at c3churchwatson.com.au. We hope to see you in church again this weekend.